Star Wars 7x7 episode 464. Today is our weekly update on The Force Awakens. Punch it, Chewie. Feel a disturbance in the Force? It's Star Wars 7x7, your daily seven-minute podcast. With your host, Alan Voivod. Destiny Unleashed. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod. And, yeah, we've got a lot of little tidbits and things going on to share with you today. One of which is from Episode 8, and the rest of them are actually from The Force Awakens. So, what do you say we just dive right into it, shall we? So, let's get the Episode 8 news out of the way first. There's a report by Collider that they say is as strong as they can trust it from their sources, even though it hasn't been confirmed by Disney or Lucasfilm, but Gugu Mbatha-Ra, yes, say that five times fast, Gugu Mbatha-Ra has been confirmed by Collider sources as being cast in Star Wars Episode Eight. Now, again, not official until Lucasfilm says it, and the word confirmed, of course, is a real slippery word, so maybe we should even back off and say maybe not confirmed yet, but according to Collider sources, she is being cast in Episode Eight alongside Benicio Del Toro. If you're not familiar with her work, I personally know her from the short-lived TV series Touch that starred Kiefer Sutherland in his follow-up to 24, but he, I guess she's also uh, part of Doctor Who stuff, and I'm not too familiar with my Doctor Who, but uh, if you are a Whovian, then maybe that is uh, exciting news <laughs> to you. Either way, uh, I definitely liked her in Touch, and I think I'm, I'm going to be very happy seeing her involved in Episode 8 as well. All right, and that's actually going to do it as far as Episode 8 stuff we're going to talk about. Instead, we're going to talk about Episode 7 stuff, and there is a lot, including a new premiere date. And, wow, I'm not sure what I think about this, and I'll explain to you in a second, but it's been announced that Star Wars The Force Awakens will have its premiere on December 14th. That is a Monday, December 14th, in Los Angeles at a yet-to-be-named movie theater. So... That means that we're all going to know everything about The Force Awakens four days, three days, I guess, depending, before we actually get to see it in theaters. <laughs> you know, I was hoping for something different, I guess. I don't know. Maybe people signing uh, non-disclosure agreements and having to turn in their cell phones at the door or something like that. I hope something like that happens because... I mean, as much as I am exploring the rumor and spoiler stuff and providing links to it at the blog post for the show's episodes at SW7X7.com, I don't want to be totally spoiled before I go in to see the movie in the first place. But, you know, (laughs) it's okay. Uh, It is nice to know that the U.S. is getting it a few days before France and a few days before the U.K. after all. So that right there is probably the hottest ticket on planet Earth right now to be able to get into that premiere. So if you happen to get it, let us know the scoop at SW7X7.com. All right, on to other tidbits and news here. The Beastie Boys rumors around The Force Awakens are expanding now to include BB-8. Yes, there is a rumor going around that the B and the B and BB-8 are actually the Beastie Boys, and the 8 is a reference to them having eight studio albums. Uh, all right. Now, I'm, I guess I'm kind of okay with this one if this is really actually the case. I just don't want them to push the secret Beastie Boys references or any like secret stuff like that too far, to be quite honest with you. And I swear I read something about J.J. Abrams talking about BB-8 as almost being like an a visual onomatopoeia, as it were, like that he's, you know, it's the eight because he looks like an eight with the smaller top dome and the larger ball and whatnot, but 
Yeah, don't push this too far, please. All right, now we're all going to be looking for other secret Beastie Boys references, and that's going to kind of ruin things for me. And speaking of ruining things, or actually a lack thereof in this case, there's a report of a Skype chat that Disney CEO Bob Iger did with a bunch of college students, and one of the things that he revealed in there is that the Disney logo is not going to appear at the beginning of The Force Awakens, that it's going to be the Lucasfilm logo only in Lucasfilm Fanfare, which is supposed to be a nod uh, to the fans. So that's kind of cool and interesting, I think. And uh, the new, you know, revised pseudo 20th Century Fox sounding Lucasfilm Fanfare is pretty good, I think. Like, I like it so far. So hasn't uh, I haven't heard it a lot, so it hasn't had the chance to grow on me so much. But I'd love to know what you think of the new Fanfare. Chime in at the blog post for this show's episode at SW7X7.com. Now... New York Comic Con is actually wrapping up as we're listening to this, and we did tell you previously that there are no new reveals, no video, no whatsoever about The Force Awakens at Comic Con, but there were a couple of interesting things dropped, particularly a preview of the new six-inch figures in the Black series from Hasbro, and the reason why I'm mentioning that is because these may be some really good looks for you at General Hux and Eloasti, if that's how you pronounce it, I presume it is. <laughs> is considering the whole Beastie Boys thing. Uh, but we've got the images of those figures linked to the blog post for the show's episode as well. And we've also got linked there an interview with John Boyega from V Magazine, in which he s- describes his character as being, quote, in conflict mostly with himself and also with the powers, unquote. And what powers that may B? <laughs> I'm not really sure. Maybe it's the powers that be or that he just kind of stopped dead on that one. They're wondering if it's the Force, but Boyega isn't biting and he's not giving any more detail than that. But that's kind of an intriguing comment, to say the least. And lastly for us, from making Star Wars, there's a piece discovered about uh, General Hux's Ancestry. Ancestry probably pushes it a little far, but uh, previous generations. And also an extended piece on Ray's staff, if you are curious to check those out. All right, let's hit that trivia before we go. Lucky, lucky, Senator. Back on Friday, we asked you who played Moff Gergerard in Return of the Jedi, and it was Michael Pennington. Glad I didn't get that one in the weekly trivia challenge. I would not have been able to answer it. Today's question should be easier. Who sighed? Sometimes I just don't understand human behavior. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. Hey, before you get captured on Geonosis, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And we'd be spectacularly grateful if you put a little something in the tip jar at patreon.com slash SW7x7. It's not a separatist trick, it's Destiny Unleashed. podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, and all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2015 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.